The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome, welcome. It's another episode of Just Another Fanboy, and I'm your host, and my name is Steven. And guess what? I have really nothing at all to talk about on this episode. I pride myself on creating daily episodes in which I sit down and record. I have a topic. Maybe the night before, I read a comic book, and so I sit down, I hit record. I Maybe, maybe I've written the title of the book and the creators into my little notebook. And then that's all I have. And I sit down and I tap record on my recording device and I just start talking about the comic book. Or maybe I watched a movie the night before or a TV show or whatever. Well, I didn't read a comic book last night. I didn't watch, I watched TV last night, but I didn't watch a movie. I didn't watch, I just, I was on YouTube all night last night and YouTube the night before last. So I suppose I could probably tell you about the two obsessions that I have running through my head right now. I spent most of the night on YouTube the night before last with obsession number one and then last night with obsession number two. Let me talk about obsession number one and that is the man, the myth, the legend, Simon Pegg. I have much love for Simon Pegg. There's just something about that guy that just gives me the warm fuzzies in my heart. I will watch him in anything, and I have watched him in a lot of stuff, and not everything has been something that I have liked. I have I watched I've watched movies just simply because Simon Pegg is in it, and sometimes I like the movie and sometimes I do not. But the other night I w- sometimes what I'll do, I'll g- I get on YouTube and I watch a couple of the, you know, I'll look and see what videos are available in my subscriptions and I'll watch those. And then sometimes I won't be in the mood to go watch regular TV. And by regular TV, I mean something that's on Hulu or Netflix because who watches regular TV anymore? Am I right? Anyway, I may not be in the mood for a scripted drama or a sitcom or a sci-fi romp. You know, I'm just not sometimes in the mood for those. So then I will go onto my YouTube. I finished watching the subscriptions, the, you know, the YouTube episode subscriptions that are in my subscriptions. I'm going to say subscriptions again. And then I'll just go to my recommended screen and uh, just start looking through what is recommended to me based off of what I have been watching. And one thing I real I do want to say real quick, of the shows that I subscribe to for about a week and a half, maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks, I was subscribing to uh, CBR, which is, they used to be called Comic Book Resources, but now they're just called CBR. I don't go to the website anymore. I used to go to the website all the time. It's like Newsarama and CBR were my two go-to places for news. But there's just so many ads and crap up there on... I don't know. There's just something about both websites that just turn me off anymore. So I just don't go there anymore. 
But I started to subscribe to the CBR YouTube channel because I found a couple of videos from them that I thought were interesting, and I found them through my recommended screen. But then I noticed a weird trend. When I would go to their channel, they would show, you know, you have the uh, the screen caps, the title screen pages for their videos. And nine times out of ten, the, the image that they're showing in their screen capture is not shown at all in the video. It's just something that they've added to lure you in. And I thought, well, that's a stupid practice. And I, so I just unsubscribed. So I'm no longer watching them. But I started to run across a couple of Simon Pegg videos. And I think one of them, there were a couple. He's done apparently a lot of stuff for the GQ channel. I didn't even know that was a thing. And he did uh, he did an episode. There's a lot of big name stars. I think it's GQ that does this, where they run down their most iconic characters. And that was fun. And then that led me to, I think he did a, a video with uh, Henry Cavill, who is Superman. And they went through different British slang words and translated them to those of us who are in America. And uh, I couldn't take my eyes off of Henry Cavill the entire time because that dude, I'm sorry, he was not there representing Superman. They were there together because they're in one of these Mission Impossible movies. But the man just looks like Superman. He just does. If they continue with the Superman franchise over at DC and they don't use him, I think there's a lot of things that they need to change about the Superman franchise at DC. I think there's some huge changes, some sweeping changes that DC needs to make to Superman and Batman when it comes to their film franchises. But if they don't use Henry Cavill as Superman, they need they need to. He looks... I, the, the whole time I'm sitting here watching this video, I'm thinking if he had a pair of glasses on, he would literally be Clark Kent from the comic books. Not because I, I watched him in, the, in the, the three movies in which he represented himself as Superman. No, I, I, I believe I would have thought that regardless. This guy looks like Clark Kent slash Superman. But then that ended up leading me to a bunch of, there was a, a bunch of videos about Shaun of the Dead and... Uh, now I want to watch the, the Cornetto trilogy again, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End. And I mentioned that to my wife, and she thought, she said, we need to do that. We need to binge that one weekend. And I thought, well, okay, but I was going to go start them now. But whatever, I'll wait. And if you want to watch them this weekend, we'll watch them this weekend. She better want to watch them this weekend. That's all I'm saying. So I spent a lot of time just watching stuff with Simon Pegg. And, of course, that uh, also brought up stuff by Nick Frost. And the, the two of them together... I mean, how's that for a slice of fried gold? Those two are just, I mean, they're, be, they're best buds, first of all. It just, I find it shameful when they're, either of them are in movies and the other one is not. I just find it shameful. So the second obsession was uh, yesterday, I started looking up Kiss videos and not just pe- not people who kiss, the band Kiss, okay? Here's an opinion I'm going to throw out there, and I'm using the word opinion because many people disagree with me, and I could care a frick less. But I have ranked what I feel are the top three rock and roll bands of all time. The number one is the Beatles, the number two is Kiss, and the number three is Weezer. Weezer's kind of teetering because really they haven't really done a great album in freaking a decade. But... I haven't found anybody to replace my top three, so Weezer's sticking in there for now. But the kids had, uh, I got two kids in the school musical this year. They had rehearsal last night. I went to pick them up, 
and I had a, I was in my wife's van, and I don't have anything to play podcasts on my phone through the stereo in my wife's van at this point. So I was listening to the radio, and Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss came on. It's never whenever you whenever I hear that song on the radio, it's never the album version because it was uh, it's just never the album version. I find that really weird. It's always the live version from the uh, the album Alive, which is the album that rocketed them into uh, stardom. But I was listening to that, and so I got back home and I thought I want to lo- I want to watch some good concert video of Kiss and. Sometimes it's hard to find. You put in Kiss Live and it's a bunch of, it's just a bunch of videos of people with their phone, footage from their phone and it's it's just not good. Well, they did a series of DVDs a number of years back called Kissology, volume 1, 2, 3 and I think there was a 4. And I got volume 1 and volume 2. I I'd, I'd gotten those before through Netflix and I've since tried to go back and get them again through Netflix cuz we still have the DVD subscription service through Netflix as well. But you can't get them through there anymore because they stopped making these DVDs. You go online, you go to Amazon, you try to buy one of these DVD sets and they're like 300 bucks. So I thought, I'll just go to YouTube and I'll do a search, Kissology, and boom, there's all this stuff from those DVDs on on YouTube. So I just sat down and started watching them and I was having a really good time with it. And at one point, my youngest, Palin, she comes into the room and she's like, oh no. And there's Paul Stanley on stage and he's dancing around. And he's just back in the makeup days. And she goes, why is he naked? So he's not naked. He just doesn't have a shirt on. Well, he might as well be naked. And then she says, so have you ever seen Kiss? Have you ever gone to a Kiss concert? She doesn't really talk like that. I don't know why I'm using that voice. And I said, well, only four. And she looked at me and she goes, are you being sarcastic? And I said, no, I've seen him four times. And she goes, well, you said only four. I said, yeah, I would have liked to have seen him many times than four. And they're on their farewell tour now, but I don't want to see him now because they just don't look as good. I guess that's ageist. I don't know. They just, they have replaced Peter Chris and Ace Frehley, of course, with Tommy Thayer doing the Ace Frehley role and uh, Eric Singer doing the Peter Chris role. And I have no issue with that. If that's what they want to do, that's what they're going to do. And both of those guys are much better musicians. But Ace is Ace, man. Peter's Peter. I don't want to go. I I just I don't I don't have any desire to go see them unless all four original members are there. And if you've read Paul Stanley's book Kiss and Makeup, you can understand why those two are no longer in the band. And they did try it again. When they came back for their first reunion tour and their second reunion tour, I was there. I saw, I've seen Kiss both without makeup and then both once they put their makeup back on. Never saw them original makeup, but their reunion tours. So I get why the two aren't in the band, but it's just, it's just hard for me to think about going and seeing that. Plus, good Lord, ticket prices for concerts anymore? Holy crap. When I was a young man and didn't have a lot of money to my name, still don't, but I had more money really to throw around then because any money that I made was just for me. But back then, I thought ticket prices were insane. But nowadays, just the thought of buying one ticket for myself is just, good Lord. And if I'm, if I'm going to buy tickets that are in any way affordable, you're way in the back. So all you're going to end up doing is watching the concert on the big screen behind the band. 
And if you're going to do that, why even be there? I guess the purpose is because you're there with thousands and thousands of other KISS fans and there's an energy and an electricity in the air. I get it. But nah, just too much money. Too much money and no more desire to go out and do things. I used to be all about going out and doing things and now I'm just not. And even when I was young and I was all about going out and doing things, I think in the end I would have preferred to just stay home and watch, watch a movie. So this is what an episode is like when I come into it without any one particular topic. It's about all kinds of stuff. And in this case, it, it was about probably two things that you wouldn't lump into the same bucket, Simon Pegg and Kiss. You don't, you don't really put those two things together. Certain, certain actors you could put with Kiss because certain actors and actresses grew up uh, as Kiss fans. I don't think Simon Pegg was ever a Kiss fan. Based on his taste of music, he liked a lot of the British New Wave and uh, Prince and stuff like that. So I don't think he was a Kiss fan. I've never heard anything to the, to the contrary, but I've never heard anything stating that he was a Kiss fan. And again, based on his musical tastes that I have heard, he's not a Kiss fan. So there is a great video. Let me, let me throw out a couple of YouTube video recommendations to close out the show. I watched a, a, a video from The Tonight Show. Who's that guy? Jimmy, not Jimmy Kimmel. He's the uh, ABC guy. The other Jimmy. Is his name Jimmy? Wow, I am getting so old. Any, anyway, The Tonight Show with the guy whose name may or may not be Jimmy. I don't think it's Jimmy. Good Lord. I am, I'm about to punch myself in the head because I feel I can picture his face in my mind. Anyway... He does an there, there's an there's a YouTube video out there where he is talking about Harry Potter's birthday because July 31st is Harry Potter's birthday, and he's to celebrate Harry Potter's birthday. He brought out drunk Ron Weasley, which was played by Simon Pegg, Jimmy Fallon. That's his name. So that's my that's that's going to be my Simon Pegg video recommendation during this episode. I have one other video recommendation. There's a really good video from uh, Conan O'Brien's YouTube channel. I don't know how old it is. It doesn't seem that old, but he goes to Comic-Con every year. He does, the last few years, he's done a show from Comic-Con in San Diego. And this opened up one of the episodes and it was it was like a high school for superheroes, but all the superheroes were DC and Marvel superheroes. And so the video opens up the 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 oh, good lord the sketch opens up with Superman with his uh, lunch tray and he's sitting down at a table with Aquaman and Cyborg. Now these are all the movie versions of the superheroes. Batman comes in at one point and he's just he's looking at the table with Superman, Aquaman, and Cyborg, and they're they're all being very nerdy and boring. And then he looks over and and. In the cafeteria is the table with the Marvel characters, Iron Man, Black Panther, Thor, and uh, Black Widow. And so Batman, who is played by Conan, he goes over to the table and he's like, hey, guys, can I, can I join you for lunch? And they're like, what do you know? You can't. Because the thing is, is that the DC movies haven't done very well. The Marvel movies have done great. So they're the cool kids at the school and the DC characters are the lame dorks. But one of the big arguments they end up using against Batman, because he's like, I'm Batman, I'm super cool. And the the big argument they use is because he's got a sidekick 
Robin, and Robin is played by Andy Richter in the in the the video, and he just he kind of opens up on these Marvel characters and just disses each one of them. It's really good. It's a really good video. I suggest watching it. If you're a huge DC fan, probably not. Don't watch it because you may get offended because uh, they they crack wise against DC. I thought it was hilarious, and I am a fan of DC and Marvel. I thought it was quite hilarious. So look for that. I don't know what it's called, but just look for Conan, uh, Conan O'Brien, Batman wants to join Marvel, something like that. Okay, that's it. That's my episode. I'm out. See ya. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Stephen R. Orr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at StephenOrElse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at StephenOrElse. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at ComicsPodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Good job. Ooh.